0: That's so funny. No, this is how I've been looking. This is a permanent smile that's been on my face for the past 48 hours. Oh my God. Check it in. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poter. I'm Karen Lee Poter. And this is the ultimate podcast about the birds and the bees with a sex expert cougar mother.
1: And her stand-up comic euphoric son, Cam. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> What's I am, up? I am Holy feeling shit. pretty good.
1: You're feeling awesome. Yes. Look at you. He, if, for, for those of you who can't look at this video, he's got the hugest, hugest smile on his face. I don't think about it. It looks like you just got laid. That's what that would look like. If, you didn't, if I knew what that
0: looked like, that's what it looks like. I did not get laid. I just returned from a seven-day silent meditation retreat, which uh, was a pretty incredible experience. In a good way. In a very good way. And I will say, I think I have a feeling we're going to delve into this, depending on whether you're interested in it. Uh, But for our listeners... Wait, do you think we're going to delve
1: into me going there?
0: No, we're going to delve into this topic.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, the topic.
0: Well, I wanted to first prepare our listeners by saying A I had massive expectations going to the silent retreat which ended up hindering me uh throughout. So if you're considering a silent retreat, maybe don't maybe stop listening.
1: Oh <laughs> I see what you're saying. Two
0: the second is that I also everyone has a very different experience on silent retreat. And I had an incredible experience, but there were many people who did not they had very painful experiences so I'm giving you the good side or the right. the very euphoric side of these right. retreats that's the perspective i'm coming this, from the perspective that
1: I'm coming from is if this landed me in that position i after you you lasted seven days
0: i wouldn't i don't think I could last seven minutes yeah, someone actually had to leave mid retreat because it was too intense for him. Yeah, it's a lot of so, quiet. And, and these are already self-selecting people who thought that they belong <laughs> on a retreat. So <sighs> it is, it is very, very intense. Well, I would like to hear it. Okay. So, do you have a question?
1: Yes. How was it?
0: It was great. It was, it was a, great. It, it was a remarkable experience that left me feeling more tranquil and joyous than I think I've felt in. Maybe ever aside from that spiritual awakening that I had two years ago to this day, to, to the oh, day that's so bizarre. Yeah.
1: Maybe maybe every two years you have some sort of spiritual like <laughs> cosmic thing that comes down into well, the atmosphere. Well, it's and it also... happens to be da 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 da. Drum roll, please.
0: Well, go for it.
1: Yesterday was would have been your dad's fifty ninth birthday, and
0: today would have been our
1: thirty fourth wedding anniversary.
0: Yes, so. It is a pretty special day and yesterday was when the retreat ended and uh yeah, we're recording it now. Right. Wow. Anyway, yeah that was that was pretty wild. To to give you a sense for what a retreat is, it is <laughs> you arrive at this beautiful retreat center in the middle of the desert, in in my case. Can and I just
1: make an aside here? When you hear Cam laughing and stuff like that, it's, he's not crying. When I first heard you on the phone, I thought you were, like, sobbing and, like, you were very emotional because you were, like, you know, teary-eyed. Oh, and really? Up. But I didn't realize you're, you're laughing because you're, like, you've got this huge grin on your face. <laughs> like you just yeah. swallowed a canary or something, okay?
0: <laughs> swallowed a canary. I've never heard that expression. Yeah, you just you just got the
1: cat that swallowed the canary. You look very, very gleeful. I am so gleeful.
0: Very playful. Playful. And- and what's crazy is that I've I, and you're not stoned. I'm not stoned. I feel way higher than if I were stoned. There not are no the mushrooms
1: or any uh, substance.
0: No, no. I, okay. when I described my experience to the teacher on the trip, one of the teachers on the trip, she ex- I go, what am I experiencing? And she said, "You're experiencing what people call rapture." Rapture. I'm experiencing the rapture.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so, other than that, other experience, have you felt this kind of happiness and high before, like uh, small, small doses?
0: I I think the closest I got was trying Molly, uh, e- ecstasy or whatever, and yeah, you tried it's ecstasy. not even
1: not even this good. Did I know you tried ecstasy? <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> that coming out. Excuse me. Molly. Oh, the closest when you was when I tried ecstasy. <laughs> And did, did a, a four-way gangbang? I mean, what the fuck? What do you, where, the when way, did you do ecstasy? By
0: the way, I'm not supposed to be making any major life decisions right now because they say you're supposed to be in a very altered state after seven days of just meditation and silence.
1: Okay. Well, are you planning on making any
0: decisions? Well, I that was a decision to just tell you that I tried Bali. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. So Uh, when you tried Molly, you had a
0: euphoric experience. Yes, but it it wasn't even this good because this is, it is, this is for the, for that experience, I was very blissful, but I was also like very revved up and like really, you know, I felt like I had taken tons of caffeine, Okay, Uh, but now I feel so at peace and tranquil.
1: What have you been doing all day? I mean, you came home last night. What have you been doing all day today besides smiling? (laughs) Cooking. Uh, cooking. I went to yoga class. I meditated. Okay. So in, in case you <laughs> didn't do enough meditating and yoga, you went to yoga and meditating class. Yes. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. So and right. for the people, to, just to give you a glimpse of what retreat is like, you put away all electronics, all forms of, of possible communication. You, you don't even look, you're, to, you're suggested not to look into people's eyes on the retreat. So you're completely not connecting with anyone else or the outside world because no electronics, no writing or reading. You're just sitting and meditating or, or walking and meditating or eating and meditating or sleeping. That's it. Oh,
1: my goodness. Okay. So let's go through, like, the, the, the peaks and the valleys. So, so you get there, and did you have any anxiety when you first
0: got there? Uh, Yes, I had a lot of anxiety going into it because I was like, what the hell is going to happen on this retreat? Someone had told me that they had the best and worst day of their lives back-to-back on on their retreat.
1: So you were allowed to to
0: speak to people when you first got there? this is my friend who told me about his retreat experience. Oh, okay. So you had already had these expectations. Huge expectations. And then for the first four days, I really didn't experience anything remarkable. In fact, I had just... But well, what went on in those first
1: few days? You were just eating and walking around looking at plants? What were you doing?
0: It, the schedule is very rigid. You sit. You, I can t- show you the schedule. It's sit, walk, sit, walk, sit, walk, eat, sit, walk. Well, how did
1: you know when to sit and walk? This, did, were there bells
0: ringing or what was there going were little, on? Yeah, the Tibetan bells. Literally, I'm holding up the schedule. You sit, can see. walk.
1: It sounds like you were doing a dog
0: training class. <laughs> yeah, it was
1: kind of like that. Sit, walk, eat. Yeah. Did you crap? and? <laughs> <laughs> there, I up? had
0: mindful shits as well. Oh, Actually, okay. I was medi- I was. Mindful I was. Pretty, shits? Yeah, I was pretty constipated the first several days. I I was I was pretty nervous, and and then it kind of hit me. I was just so at peace the fifth and sixth day, and just blissing out. But
1: so uh, were, your, were there times at the beginning that you felt like, "Oh my god, I got to get out of
0: here." Yeah, sure. Yep. Not as much. Other people, a lot. For a lot of people, they were crying a bunch because by sitting alone that whole time. All of your internal dialogue comes out, and you realize how much self-loathing there is, and all these inadequacies that you feel. You had self-loathing. I, to be honest, I was feeling pretty great. So I, who the fuck is self-loathing then? Uh, everyone. There was a, a ton of people that were really crying, and and it was painful. And when when we were so we checked in with our our teachers, the rabbis, in, in this situation because they were both uh, both my teachers are rabbis because this was a Jewish meditation retreat. And you check in in a five-person group where you can talk for 10 minutes with the rabbi, not directly to anyone else, but you're able to hear about everyone else's experience to see if it you're It sounds
1: like t- a 12-step program.
0: It, there was actually a lot of parallels in, t- in that. It was, Yeah. Yep.
1: When you give a therapy and you're just talking, you know, for, and no one interrupts you and you just speak your mind and yes. that was it. And no one even says anything. Yes, exactly. And we always talk about serenity and what is serenity and almost everybody... His goal
0: is just to achieve serenity in life. That's it. This is the this is the most serene I've ever felt, and I actually thought a ton about the serenity prayer.
1: Serenity prayer is awesome because
0: this what what mindfulness does is that it it breaks it slows everything down so that you see life as opposed to a film that you see life in in like little pictures. You know, because film is just like a lot of pictures. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it really slows down life into different moments instead of a, a continuous like length of time, and so you see every thought passing by, and you say, "Okay, that thought is not serving me. Let's go back to where I am right now. Let's go back to where I am right now." And you then realize that where I am right now is so blissful, blissful, and peaceful.
1: But now the serenity prayer. How did that fit into
0: what you're talking about? The serenity prayer is. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And so this really allows you to accept what you cannot change because okay. you're ex- observing, yeah, my, my arm is in pain because I'm, I have this thing. There's nothing I can do about it. I, arm is in pain. That's it. Accept it. Surrender. God will give me the courage to, to change the things I can. This is the thing that's upsetting me in my life, and you're able to see it. You able to see it because your thought is, and you're like, right. I, I, can "I can change I can, it. I can change it." And and the wisdom to know difference. That's why when you sit, and you're able to see, oh, I can actually do something about this. I can't do something about this. Yeah, yeah. I could. I can do this. I will do this. But right now, I'm here. And
1: that this serenity prayer has changed my life. Yeah, it has. That this thing. It, it, even today, there was a fucking crazy-ass 18-month-old kid sitting next to me, of course. And I was not going to get upset about it. I was just going to, like, deal with it. Like, like, remember we talked about when we went to the beach and we had screaming people? And we thought, mm-hmm. oh, let's just pretend that's part of the whole experience. So that's what mm-hmm. I was kind of doing. So I was okay about it. Apparently, Mr. Dees could not do that. He was, could not let that baby go. He was concerned. He was very convinced that these people could have shut the kid up. Mm. There's no way they were going to shut the kid up. It mm-hmm. wasn't going to happen.
0: Just accept it because what are you going to do? And yeah. you're going to
1: forget about that moment anyway.
0: It, I had a similar experience during the sit, me, sitting meditations. I was next to someone who kept breathing through his mouth. He was a mouth breather. So I, he'd be like, oh, oh, oh. Oh. and eventually, eventually I said, this is something I can change. It's upsetting me enough that I'm going to change this. And oh. I moved... I moved to a different side of the room for the rest of the meditations. Absolutely. Stay away from that fucking mouth for you <laughs> Yeah.
1: So, so you were allowed to talk then?
0: You're allowed to talk 10 minutes uh, every other day. Oh, my goodness. And then there's chanting in the morning. And then there was a teaching at night. So, you were, Are you chanting? I was chanting some Hebrew shit that I had no idea what I was saying. <laughs> I was thinking you're like, mm, it's not like that. No, this is Jewish. So it, most, Jewish retre- shit? most retreats are, yeah. are Buddhist based or, you know, yeah. so they this do, one's a Jewish base. This is but, Jewish. So yes.
1: it's like a Jewish Buddha.
0: Yes. A, yeah. a it's, a, Buddha. it's a very interesting <laughs> co- collaboration. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I will say we made a prediction prior to this trip. Yes. Do you remember what it was? Mm, no, we said I was going to, See a girl the first day.
1: Oh yes, that's I do remember. And this, fall in yeah. love with her,
0: and, not, and you'll never see her again. And I'll never see her again. And that's exactly what happened.
1: Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> not when you, because I did talk to you at one point, and you said, "There's a,
0: a hipster chick here." It wasn't that, even her that I was. Oh. I fell in love with. It was another the rabbi? girl. Oh. No, it was this other girl that was on the trip that I was convinced. I don't know why. I was so convinced that she also had mutual feelings for me. And you're sitting there and you're generating all these, um, you know, uh, mantras like, of love yeah. and compassion. Uh, that's one of the meditations, loving kindness meditation. And so you're just full of this love. And so, of course, I'm like looking at this girl thinking, yep, this is this is my new girlfriend. This is the love of my life. And uh, I'm glad I met her here so so finally i'm literally planning throughout the whole i'm literally having full meditation sits where i'm planning how i'm going to ask her out what we're going to do how okay so instead of going inward you're planning on
1: how you're going to meet a girl why don't you you could save yourself a lot of trouble and go to the bars
0: (laughs) (laughs) so so it comes to the end And, uh, we finish the whole retreat. There's a final lunch where we get to talk about our experience with one another. And I'm getting, I'm grabbing food from the buffet and I go, I tell her in this blissed out state, I wanted to talk to you the whole time. And she goes, I, I know I did too. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Well, we should hang out. Where are you living? Assuming that she lives in Los Angeles. Where does she live? She goes, I live in Portland. Oh, my God. And, it, and truly, it seemed like she had no desire to actually spend time with me. <laughs> oh,
1: she was scared. not
0: at all aware <laughs> that I had a huge crush on her the whole time.
1: It was another one of those, I saw her face in quiet, and in,
0: in a quiet meditation hall. And <laughs> yeah. I don't oh, know what to, what to do. do. Because I'll never <laughs> be
1: with you, you little Jew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, I was So, when, when, all, all week long, you were like, I stalking. pined away. Pined you're away. Like, okay. Instead of like going over and doing your meditations and
0: prayers, you're like,
1: looking to see where is that chick and what does she look like did she have a good body what was going on with her in fact
0: you know she wasn't she was a very pretty girl she had beautiful eyes but i wouldn't say that she's like the most outstanding looking woman i've ever come across she she was i don't there was something about her that i you know when i was turning inward you were able to feel different energies and shit like that and i felt a, a strong pull towards her so for all you know she could have been married I was thinking that she could have been married.
1: (laughs) It's possible. Or knowing you, she could have been a a lesbian. It could have been a lot of different issues that you could have been a lesbian. Yep. Okay. Well, you know what? At least it kept you your mind occupied. Yes.
0: Yes. Well, yeah, it was it was a really remarkable experience. And if you're interested in meditation, I think or
1: or sex. Or sex.
0: (laughs) Go to this Go to this retreat. <laughs> Not a lot of sex taking place. I I slept next to a dude in the in the room who I I didn't speak to. I, I knew his name because we would like shaken hands at lunch or at dinner right before we went into silence. But otherwise, I slept next to this guy for seven days who I had no interaction with. We weren't even looking into each other's eyes.
1: So are you so when you had to go to bed, did you like signal to each other, like turn off the light?
0: No, you kind of just get in bed and wait for the second person to get in bed, and then you can. T- the person takes turns off the light. He also had the habit of just dropping his underwear, oh. uh, right, right in front of me. And I was like, oh, without warning. And, and I like, guess there's not a warning that you could give. So like you saw his dick. I didn't see any dick, but he would like turn around and then just like pull down his underwear. I was like, Why oh was he wow. That? Why does he sleep in his underwear? You know, I, I, you know, it was amazing. He changed into boxers at night, and oh, I realized okay. I wasn't alone. I, you do the same thing? I do the same thing. Oh, okay. So it was, a great, it was a great little learning experience.
1: So I just want to clarify this, okay? So every day you'd wake up with this dude and you didn't, like, grunt, hello. You just kind of, like, walked past each other?
0: Yes, there's no talking, mother.
1: What if he was talking in his sleep?
0: But there, yeah, I guess. Jeez
1: would. <laughs> My boyfriend would, would, not, would go to the silent retreat and wouldn't have a nonstop dialogue when he was sleeping. <laughs> Ruin everything for everyone yeah, there. Yeah. You all hear him talking because he <laughs> shouts things out in his sleep.
0: Yeah. It was, uh, it was extremely peaceful. Ex- you know, Disconnecting. Unbelievable. Right now, I feel actually very detached from everyone. Like, it's hard for me to interact with people, even the people at the yoga studio who are very mindful. Yeah. Even you. It's very challenging for me to interact with you. Well, I'm very like, I'm on a completely different, uh, overloaded
1: system right now. So, I Do mean, want- we're like, well, first of all, we thought my aunt died the other night. Okay. Okay. So we. It's <laughs> we funny. <laughs> it was funny. We, we made it into kind of funny because what happened was uh, my 90 year old aunt, we, I was at a wedding in Atlanta. We're going to go back to you just so you know. We're not done. No, no, that psychology. can be finished. But I'm just going to just go off onto this crazy tangent that I was at this wedding in Atlanta. And there was a whole bunch of different uh parties planned and everything else. And Friday night was a party planned at the couple that's getting married's house. And the the guy that's getting married named Steve, his mother is my aunt. Her name is Ann, and she's literally 90 years old. But Spry as a little chicken. And I, I mean, she's hopping over things. She's cooking. She's working. She's making mandel bread. She's doing everything. <laughs> she is doing it all. But she's also and had a glass of wine at 90 and didn't drink much all day long. The, those were the symptoms or I should say the causes leading up to what happened. Apparently, we were outside, me and Dee's and some other people talking, and all of a sudden, we see the paramedics are at the house. Uh-huh. And apparently, my mother, who is a sister of Ann, the 90-year-old, my mother's 80-something, what old is she? She's probably 84, and uh, she's got Parkinson's disease, and, and her sister were sitting apparently talking about what clothes they were wearing. And the next thing you know, my aunt passed out cold on the floor.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Uh, And we were in Atlanta, Georgia. And I don't mean to be critical of the Atlanta paramedics, but I have to tell you, they were the worst (laughs) paramedics on the planet. They get there, and this poor woman is laying on the ground. And I guess and there's a bunch of doctors, one being Steve, and he did mouth-to-mouth on Ann. Oh, my God. And it was That's his mother? Yeah, that was kind of weird. <laughs> I I wasn't there for that, but I heard that that's what happened. But anyway, the bottom line is that the, these paramedics they they didn't know what was going on. They, I mean, all I all they this happened to me. All they had to do was give him a glass of water, but no, they needed to give or, or IV fluids or something. But she's laying there like a looks like she. Literally, I literally, I was scared. We thought we all thought she was going to be dead. I mean, it was, now, the
0: like, whole weekend you were celebrating this this birthday as wedding. well.
1: And the 90th birthday. Yeah. It was her, her 90th birthday. birthday. Yeah. Yes. We're celebrating her 90th birthday. She's laying there on the ground, wait as a ghost. Apparently my father took her, my father was also a doctor, took her pulse and he didn't feel any pulse. So meanwhile, they are not taking her out. They're just lay, letting her lay there. There's more people coming in. Nobody's doing shit and they're—I don't know what they were doing—and finally they decided to make a move. So instead of bringing a stretcher out to take her out, they wrap her up in some sort of like it looked like a a shroud, like it was when someone dies, you know, like a body bag. That's what they wrapped her in. And her head's hanging out, and they go, "No, her head has to be elevated." We have all these doctors going, "Should her head be up, down, up, down? Let it legs up and down." And finally, they decided to put her in the shroud. They started zipping her in there. Her head's hanging out there. She had to push her head, And then she couldn't breathe because they were zipped her in this this thing. Oh my and it, it was the most frightening thing. And then off she goes in the ambulance. And we're like, what the fuck is going on here? Holy uh, apparently she Apparently, uh, they got some fluids in her. She started talking. She was the life of the hospital. She didn't even spend the night there. She came home chattering up the storm. And she was fine. And thank God. Thank God she, she's fine. But uh, it was dehydration. She basically hadn't drank anything. And she thinks... Aww. A ninety-year-old who thinks she's like about forty-five years old.
0: That uh, so was a good. This thing is had, where you get your spryness from.
1: I'm. Uh, she is me. She oh. Because I too had the same thing where I didn't drink and I was doing too much and I fainted and I was dehydrated <laughs> at the a Fire Concert several years ago and had to go to the hospital. Okay, so basically it was non-stop parties the whole weekend and uh, very, I, very so different I had experience, a different, different wavelength than
0: you. Yes.
1: And while, so while we were watching a near-death experience, you were chasing after
0: some tail. <laughs> I was chasing after some tail in silence.
1: Some silent tail. Yeah. It's a sad tale. And now you're going from the complete, sub, what is that? Sublime. Sub, to the ridiculous, because you're going to the podcast convention in a day, and it's going to be like crazy times over there. We'll see you guys at the Podcast Movement uh, Conference in Chicago. And I wonder if my son's going to have this continual smirk, like he, like I said, he's got the Cheshire cat grin going on. Well, did you learn like anything about yourself? Oh you yeah. Your experience. What would you say like the top three things that you
0: figured out? Well, one is that I have uh, I I can access a level of tranquility and joy that is not. That is not typical of me, and and I should strive to incorporate this more into my life, take things slower, and actually enjoy life.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you? What were you saying to me about eating? That it took you like an
0: hour and a half to eat. Well, they would set it aside an hour and a half for for meals and every you meal. Be,
1: you're not. You weren't chatting with people. So no. what are you doing?
0: You you focus on each chew, and it is so remarkable how it's it's completely changed my relationship to food. It was, was the, the highlight was the food of my good? day. The food was incredible.
1: Shall I take a guess? It was all vegetarian. It was be- all
0: vegetarian. And it was, I mean, the the, the, the flavors. and I had no idea. It, it was that my awareness was, I was so sensitive that all the flavor. You know, the food is probably good. But because I was so focused and hypersensitive, it was like explosions every every chew. Unbelievable. Wow. And I was eating a lot less because... I would. It would take so take long. So
1: long, you filled up.
0: Yeah, you can feel really clearly how much food you actually need to, you know, to feel comfortable. So basically, slow down, enjoy enjoy life because it seems very short, especially when you share stories like what happened to your third aunt. Is that unbelievable? Oh my god! And uh, for, yeah, from yeah, I I feel like i I am I tend to be a very tense person. And uh, there's no need. Those are my my key takeaways. I think it's a great takeaway. Yeah, I think this should. We should end the quickie. Okay, we're gonna
1: end the quickie with uh, one last rendition of "and let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees." And yeah, so for everybody that uh, is considering oh. the silent retreat,
0: I say go for it. And feel free to send me any questions you might have about it. I'm happy to to share any wisdom I have. Also, yeah. tune in on th- this Thursday <laughs> yeah. for one of the, it my most personal story to be shared yet that uh will be much more sex-related and humorous than this quickie was.
1: I got to say it's a good that that, that is going to be a good one too. And uh just so in case anybody was wondering whether or not I I am considering going on a silent retreat, the answer to that question is absolutely no chance. <laughs> Motor mouth cannot handle going on something like this because I would be I would literally have to jump off it. were there any places to jump out of a window cuz I would have <laughs>
0: probably. <laughs> yes, thank you very very much for tuning in. And yes. uh, love you all. Feel free to subscribe to our newsletter. Oh,
1: okay. There you go.
0: Rate us and and like and talk about us on an iTunes Store.
1: Yeah. Apparently, I found out that if you have a Samsung Galaxy, you have to pay to get iTunes so that you
0: can subscribe. So yeah, but you, you but you can you know, find us on Stitcher or Google Play oh, now. Oh, I did. Because realize. that's the type of son I am, mother. I <laughs> set us up over there.
1: See, he's he looks like a ray of sunshine right now. He's so happy. Yes, I am. All
0: right. Love you all. Love you. Bye. Bye.
1: It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say.